Welcome to Meltdown to Mastery, empowering women to overcome midlife crisis by rewiring the subconscious mind. Feeling overwhelmed, disillusioned, stuck? We all have. Here we explore inspiration and empowerment to navigate through the tough times and move to a place where hearts soar, minds manifest, and bodies heal. Welcome, everyone. Today we have Renee Thornborough. Our mind influences our state, our future, and all that happens to us. Renee agrees and is contributing to our planet by bringing transformation and empowerment to our children. Her company, Wisdom Coaches, has been bringing mindset skills to children since 2013. Welcome, Renee. Thanks for having me, Jane. It's great to be here. I love this concept. You know, we all went through our tough years as kids and teenagers with all this lack of confidence. And we had no idea how powerful we were with the right mindset. And I remember teaching myself these things. So I just love what you're doing. Well, thanks. I mean, you know, for children, when they're faced with challenges and disappointments, most kids, they don't have the skills to handle them. And it's an absolute game changer when they learn about the power of their mind and mindset and how their thoughts and how they choose to experience themselves and their lives and what they can accomplish in their lives. It's trans- transformational and absolutely a game changer for them when they, when they discover these skills. Right. Cause it is choice, you know, and if you know, you have these skills, you can do so much more. How does very empowering. Yes. Where, where did it start? Did you have your own story as a kid or was it with your own children or how did it start? Well, Jane, I discovered the world of personal development right out of college when I finally had a chance to read something other than textbooks. And I remember thinking to myself, why didn't I learn this when I was a kid? You know, it made no sense to me that the life coaching world and the personal development world focuses on grownups when those core thoughts and beliefs that shape who we are and what we think is possible for ourselves are formed when we're really young. So I knew that whenever I had children one day, I would want them to learn these skills And when I did finally become a mom and I was ready to start teaching these skills, and this was about almost 20 years ago, my kids are 20 now, I couldn't find anything out there to help me teach them about mindset. You know, there's plenty on how to get my kids to behave. There are a few things on character development, but nothing on mindset development. And so what I did was I started working with them on my own when they were about maybe four years old, five years old. And you know, sometimes it seemed kind of a little luxury or maybe boring. I didn't want my kids rolling their eyes every time I opened my mouth. So I started writing stories. And that's really when the magic happened because they they not only love the stories, they really started to understand the concepts. And from there, this vision just grew to bring this to the world. And at the time, I had a very successful corporate career. I was vice president of marketing for a company here in Austin, Texas, and loved what I was doing, loved my job, loved my team. But I just had this pull to bring this type of work to the world. And that was back in 2010. And here we are, you know, 12 years later, almost 13 years later, and we've certified many hundreds of coaches in over 30 countries to use our story-based curriculum to bring life coaching to kids. I'm just so proud of the work that our coaches are doing. That's so wonderful that you're, you know, you've got other people spreading the word. That's 
quite brilliant, actually. <laughs> Love well, what's amazing? Yeah, what's amazing about that, Jane, is I've I've got coaches who are reaching children I never would have been able to reach. Mm-hmm. And what's really neat too is they our coaches they bring who they are into their coaching. So some of our coaches might have a background in athletic coaching, or maybe in yoga, or in breathing techniques or an art or an acting and and they can integrate their own unique personality niches they want to focus on and serve children in their own unique way using our curriculum as a foundation yeah it's brilliant um you know when i was in my 20s i taught a course called jump to uh-huh. 13 to i don't know 16 year olds and it was about journeying to understand your power Right. So I think it was very similar, but I only taught it in a camp in a small yep. town and it, you know, it just never got any further. I'm kind of thinking about rehatching it now because I do totally understand, you know, the importance of this, but maybe we should, I should learn what you're doing. And just <laughs> we should talk further. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So we're, how can you tell us more about your program? Do you want to tell us about one of the stories or, you know? Yeah. Well, let me share a little bit about kind of how it's structured and why we structured it the way we did. And then I'd be happy to share not only kind of one of the stories, but also how people listening can actually get a copy of a free story if they want to try it out at home. And the reason why we use stories as the foundation of our coaching for children is because coaching kids is very different from coaching adults. You know, for the coaching world for adults really relies on questions as part of the foundation of the coaching model. Well, that doesn't work for children because of brain development. A child's brain is not fully developed. The frontal lobes, critical thinking skills aren't fully developed. And so as a result, we need to add a teaching component when we're working with children. And so our coaching stories are designed to provide that teaching component. It lays this foundation of knowledge for children about different mindset skills so that they can see how these mindset, how they can use these mindset skills in different situations they might face in their lives, whether it's at school with their friends, family, or whatever situations they might be facing. And our curriculum teaches 27 different mindset skills. So each one is taught through a coaching story. We have child-friendly discussion questions, activities, and we have something called the story coaching process. It's a five-step process that our coaches use to guide their coaching sessions with children. So it's really powerful and enables our coaches to get results with children, often from the very first session. So that's kind of how it's structured and how it works. Um, with, as far as an example of one of the stories, uh, we always love to share about the skill of teaching positive self-talk because I think it really helps people understand what mindset skills development is and how it's different from, for example, character training or you know, behavioral training, re- redirecting children's behavior, that kind of thing. You know, with, with self-talk, you know, every moment of every day, we're saying something to ourselves through our thoughts and through our words. It's either building us up or it's tearing us down. And our kids are doing the same thing. And so what we want to do is we want to teach children not only what self-talk is, but we want to teach them how to recognize and shift negative self-talk and then how to proactively develop positive self-talk and how to practice that in a way that it becomes a habit for them. And so the story coaching process and our story, um, the, the story that we use to teach this is called Choosing Your BFF or Best Friend Forever. 
And through this story and through the activities we have, it really supports children in both of these phases, learning how to identify and shift the negative self-talk, proactively create that positive self-talk. We actually give the story away for free on our website. So anyone who's interested in maybe trying this out at home, we invite you to just go to adventuresandwisdom.com up at the top, free story. Go ahead and check it out and download it today. Have story time tonight. Awesome. So yeah, I can put that in the show links. So it's really easy to find. That's great. And what ages do you find this works on? Is there a cap? Like do 22 year olds start to go, oh, please, this is like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's such. I love answering this question. So when I wrote the curriculum, I really designed it for ages about six through 12. So elementary, middle school, I wanted to reach children when they were young, because there was just at the time, absolutely nothing out there for that age group. And I wanted to reach children when they were first starting to like be out in school and competing for sports teams and all those things that all of a sudden children start having some of these disappointments and upsets and helping them learning how to, to or learn how to navigate life and also how to set and achieve their goals. You know, for the first time too, that they start having big goals, like making the all-star team or making certain grades or being chosen for the the lead role in acting or, or whatever it might be. So you know, I was teaching them in, around all of these areas. But one of the things that really surprised me is how many of our coaches use our work with teams. And some of our coaches even use our work with grownups. It's amazing. But um, the main thing is when our coaches use our work with teens or anyone older, just frame the reason why they're sharing a quote-unquote children's story. You know, they're fables. We all love stories. And stories are a very powerful method of, of teaching and coaching because of the brain science behind stories. You see, when whenever we hear facts, the only center or region of our brain that's stimulated is the region that turns words into meaning. But when we hear a story, it's not only that intellectual center of the brain, but also the physiological and the emotional centers are stimulated as well. And this creates an experience. And Jane, because more of our brain is involved, it creates stronger memories around the story and the lessons from the story. So it's a really powerful way to work with children because not only this, it's a non-threatening way for kids to see how to navigate life. They can see the situations that characters are facing and then through the coach's support by providing an emotionally safe space, asking exploratory questions, children can apply these skills to their own lives and how they can use these skills to navigate something that they might be dealing with in their lives as well. So stories are just absolutely powerful and work for all of us, no matter what our ages are. And even, you know, here I am in my fifties and I'm, I'm still a kid at heart, right? We all have that little five-year-old inside of us that mm. loves to be nurtured. Yeah. So true. And, you know, just to realize that we can change our story so, so easily by how we think, I mean, that is mm -hmm. so empowering. Kids are programmed mostly from zero to seven. So they, you know, sometimes they have these fallback programs that diminish what they can do, but to learn that that's just self-talk really mm -hmm. that's it is, mm -hmm. and then how to change it. It's just, just amazing. So, yeah. so is there a story as well? You know how we all have situations where no matter how hard we try, we still lose, right? <laughs> 
And then, you know, the story of how you pick yourself up or you don't define yourself by that, you know, it's just learning. Is there a favorite story there? That you are you talking about like a, a real life example of what, yeah, what coaches either, have done? Yeah. Either real life or maybe it's in one of the 27 mindset skills. <laughs> well, let's share in real life because, I mean, we use the 27 mindset skills to support with real life. And um, yeah. yeah, we one of our coaches was working with this boy named Tyler and he was about 10 years old and he was really, really shy. His His parents hired a coach for him because of kind of lack of self-esteem and confidence and you know, one of Tyler's goals was to make some friends and just to feel more confident in his own skin. And in fact, the coach, when she first started working with him, said that she would come to the door and he would barely make eye contact with them. And they were really working with him on self-esteem and self-confidence. And one of the things that one of his goals, like I said, was to make friends. And he lived in a high-rise apartment building. And he would look out on the playground and see the boys playing out there, but was too shy to go ask them if he could play as well. And so one of his goals was to to play with these um, children on the playground. And so one of the when we're teaching confidence, confidence begets confidence. And it requires us to stretch outside of our comfort zone in order to start building confidence. So we start with little steps and then we work our way up. And one of the stretch activities that Tyler did was to go to a coffee shop and introduce himself to some of the adults there. And he did that. And it's interesting because the coach and Tyler's mom went to the coffee shop and his mom was just absolutely blown away as Tyler started walking around and talking to some of the grownups and even some of the, the teenagers there and asking them, his assignment was to ask them something about themselves. And it was amazing how fast he got comfortable with that. And that really was a breakthrough for him. In fact, we've got a, a picture of him on his stretch activity on the case study on our website. So it's really cool to see. But what was really neat was, you know, this started the ball rolling. And not only did he make friends with those boys, but he also started putting himself on his own stretch activity. So when he identified something that he felt uncomfortable with, he put himself on a stretch to break through and to to do that thing he was uncomfortable with. And a lot of times kids don't realize that the confidence comes after the fear. It's, it, you don't wait till the fear goes away and then feel confident. You have to move through that fear. And that's where the confidence comes, which is what he discovered as well. So I just I just love that story because it really illustrates the the power of these skills and then the impact that it has. You know, for as parents, we all want our kids to have friends. You know, we want them to come home from school happy. We want them to feel accomplished in life and that they can go for their goals and achieve their dreams. And mindset skills are the key to that. So true. So was one of the things that he did was ask the adults a bit more about themselves. So he mm-hmm, learned how to it. get into yep. conversation and care about other people, which always starts the ball rolling, doesn't it? It does. It really does. Right. And learning how to listen. So, exactly. yeah, share a couple more. Awesome yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'd love to. So another um, another story. So one of the, the values that we teach is around... Um, respect. And what we teach is that every time we're with someone, we leave a mark. It's either a gold heart or a grungy mark based on how we treat them. And one of the 
girls was having, she was really struggling with relationships within her own family and some issues at school as well. And so the, you know, the coach was working with her on this concept of respect and, and gave her the exercise. The, the story of respect, it's all about the golden rule and, you know, giving gold hearts is, is what we call it. And so her assignment was to practice giving gold hearts, which she did. And it was really transformational for her in that not only did she start recognizing recognizing in her, it in herself, but she also brought this activity to her family. So the whole family started practicing giving gold hearts. So it was really amazing because it all of a sudden impacted everybody in the family and just transformed the energy within the family as well. Right, because often kids learn that to get attention, sometimes if they're if they're negative or bad or you know respond in a certain way, like they'll get attention even if it's negative, right? Mm-hmm. So how did she how did she earn her gold heart in the family? How was that done exactly? Well, it's we we teach it's through treating people with kindness and treating people with respect. And so it's really about paying attention to how you're talking with someone, your body language, using please and thank you. Um, you know, not huffing and puffing if you're asked to do something. Self-responsibility is another one of the values that we work on. And, you know, for example, emptying the dishwasher without being told, that's a that's a gold heart right there. So, um, you know, a part of it, too, is just identifying what that means and exploring that with a coach and then going out and practicing it. And then part two of the golden rule we teach, we have another skill book on self-respect, because a lot of times people talk about the golden rules being do unto others as you would have others do unto you. But you also need to treat yourself as you would treat others. Like how would you treat your best friend or your favorite relative? Treat yourself that way too. And if you think about self-talk, how many people beat themselves up pretty much around the clock through their thoughts and their words? I mean, we can be so mean to ourselves sometimes. And just realizing that we shape who we are based on the words that we use and the thoughts that we use towards ourselves and having self-respect is just as important as having respect for others. So giving ourselves gold hearts as, as well. Yeah. Beautiful. And it, you know, it came to mind that a lot of kids are just mean, you know, to each other and at, at a certain age, they can just be so mean, like almost too, <laughs> too honest right but in you know and you're just like how, why do they say those things so is there is there a way of you know teaching how to handle that are you talking about how to handle like meanness and stuff yeah yeah someone if another kid is just outright mean or bullying right well with bullying, yeah exactly I mean that's a, kind of a whole whole other area but it really is about you know how I mean, bullying has this whole another category of stuff. I mean, that'd be a whole other kind of different conversation. But, you know, if someone's being mean to us, it's just a matter of realizing that really the words that are coming out of their mouth are words about themselves. Yeah. You know, there's so, it's so much of it is reflection of, and their own fears about themselves as well. And just getting yourself out of that situation and, and into a safe situation. And of course, talking with grownups, especially for children, talking with grownups to get support on how to navigate that as well. I mean, same thing with us as adults, you know, there's some mean people out there sometimes. It doesn't matter if you're the grocery store at work. Um, It's just, it can be very uncomfortable and it's, we have to keep ourselves 
in an emotionally safe environment and get out of the environment whenever possible. Right. And it's just recognizing that it's about them, not you, right? And letting it exactly. go, which is a yeah. huge skill, actually. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So, and you also teach gratitude? Oh, yes, definitely. And your attitude of gratitude. Yeah. So yeah. tell us about that. Yeah, we have a, a story on that one as well. It's a really a fun story and a really fun activity about that as well. It's got Gotta Have Gary Gets Gratitude is the name of the story. And in the story, uh, you know, Gary is, he's he's wanting this, that, and the other. And um, one of the things that's unique about our curriculum is that we have a character that shows up in all the stories. His name is Wyatt the Wise Wizard. So he's like the mentor who shows up in every one of the stories and helps teach the mindset skill to the characters in the stories. So with Gary, you know, he, he gets into this, I want this, that, and the other, and why it shows up and it shares with him about the power of gratitude and how by having appreciation for what we have, it helps us attract more into what we want into our lives. And so we, you know, we teach some of the law of attraction tools of affirmation, of visualization, of gratitude, because it creates that energy of having enough of, of gratitude, of appreciation. And from that positive energy, we attract more positivity into our lives. Yeah, exactly. It's like mm-hmm. where thought goes, energy flows. And, Absolutely. It, and it's so yeah. often, you know, just if you're in a funk, right, where things aren't mm-hmm. going well, just to switch your mindset to, well, this is what I should be grateful for in my life. It just changes the way you're looking at your day instantly, doesn't it? Well, it does. I mean, we teach kind of three three mindset skills that take only a couple minutes to do every morning. We call it kind of breakfast for your mind. You know, what mm-hmm. is it that we can do first thing in the morning to set you up for a positive mindset for having a really you know, positive energy day? The first one that we do is gratitude. And it's mentioned you know, at least three things that you're grateful for. And kind of the stretch on that is to pick three different things each day. And that just starts getting that positive energy of appreciation started. So yeah. it's that, it's it's the the gratitude, it's the um your goals, so goals and gratitude as well. So with the goals, it's setting your intention and it's intention around your kind of your big goal, your big why of it could be like who you want to be in the world. It could be if you have a bigger goal of what you want to accomplish, whether it's from you know a school perspective, extracurricular ex, ex- um, goal, etc. But it's also the little goals of what is it that I want to accomplish today? What are three things? And that kind of that positive energy and sense of achievement really supports uh, children in moving forward because research shows that people who have goals, who express gratitude, have stronger mental health. So it's really important to have something focused on or something that you're focused on each day so that you feel like you're achieving something. And then the third G that we do every morning is the gold hearts. You know, focusing on giving gold hearts to yourself and to others, starting with your positive self-talk. And then how can you share gold hearts first thing in the morning with other people when you're live? Beautiful. That's a great way to start your day. <laughs> it is a great way to start your day. I do it yeah. every morning. <laughs> right? We all need that reminder. So I love it. And do you also teach resilience? Resiliency. Absolutely. We have something we call the bounce back formula. And it's all about 
How do we how do we bounce back? You know, our kids have really been through it. You know, we're coming out of the pandemic, but it's been our children's mental health was struggling before the pandemic. Now we're in a national crisis in the United States. And what's interesting is that if you look at children's mental health on a spectrum, you kind of have two ends of the spectrum. You have mental illness, which is where counselors and therapists focus. And then you have the mental wellness side of things. And this is prevention. Well, this is where life coaches for kids focus. But most parents aren't even aware that it's out there, that this type of support is out there for their children. And there's so many things that we can do for our children, skills that we can teach them to support them in handling those ups and downs of growing up and in building resilience. And that's why these skills are so important, because we help them learn how to navigate those challenges, to navigate those disappointments, to navigate making mistakes. You know, we all make mistakes and to pick themselves back up and keep going. Yeah, for sure. I mean, just that skill of being able to pick yourself back up is, is and, and it is resiliency, right? That we need to learn so that we don't stay in a funk. And I find kids, a lot of kids, well, more teenagers that I've had, you know, um, talks with. Mm-hmm. are afraid of sadness and disappointment and they think there's something wrong with them if they're actually feeling sad and you know just to explain to them that that's as much a part of life as feeling happy so and you know to find the balance so that you can be resilient when you're in those times that aren't so easy I, so i think it's just so important what you're teaching. Well, thank you. It really is important for children to understand all the the emotions on the spectrum of emotions and that they're all okay. And it's okay not to be okay. Right. And, and to ask for support when you're having, you know, trouble shifting out of it on your own. You know, most kids have trouble shifting out of disappointments and, and mistakes on their own because they haven't had as much practice as you know, a lot of adults and even a lot of adults don't know how to do it. You know, they just stay in a funk and, mm-hmm. um, you know, don't not, not necessarily handle it very well. And it's why it's so important to reach out for help. Yeah. Support. Yeah. We call it as a homeopath, you know, you're stuck in a state mm-hmm. and keep, mm-hmm. getting, keep getting thrown back into that state and mm-hmm. really knowing how to get out of it. And it can be overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Well, it's too, it's, it's the whole mind, body, spirit, you know, it's the mindset part of it. We've been talking a lot about the mind, um, but it's also the, the body, you know, what we eat and exercise and movement and then kind of the spiritual com- component of being connected to something bigger than ourselves or, you know, being connected to nature or whatever it is that, that supports you and feeling that spiritual connection. You know, everyone has something a little bit different there. Yeah, but you do teach that as well, that connection to, you know, I think when we're balanced and what te- when kids know what you're teaching, they can connect to something greater where they get inspiration, right? And mm-hmm. that is a huge skill as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. For our, our curriculum, we, mo- we focus on the mindset skills, but a lot of our coaches will bring in the body spirit side of things as well. Um, you know, some of our coaches, our, our program is a secular program, but some of our coaches 
will niche in whatever their religious background might be. So we might have, we have several coaches that focus on like Christian coaches. They, they bring scripture and Bible stories into their coaching with children. But of course that's their niche and that's what they're focused on. And because we have coaches in over 30 countries, it's, you know, we have people from different religious focuses as well. We have, um, quite a few coaches that do yoga, that do meditation, um, some do uh, like acting and dance. So they bring a lot of body and movement into it as well, which is really cool. Really cool. Yeah. Cause then kids learn that confidence, you know, that comes from within and can mm-hmm. use it in a skill they, you know, that they're in love with. Absolutely. Yeah. Is there any other skills that you would like to share with us? Well, I think the, What makes our curriculum so unique is that we really teach children the brain science behind why these mindset skills work. So we teach them about their conscious mind and their subconscious mind. We teach them about how neural pathways are connections in their brain that shape how that help them understand and how they've experienced the world and that they can proactively shape those neural pathways to something more positive and more supportive by focusing on the positive self-talk and the visualization and affirmations. Uh, We teach them about the reticular activating system of their brain and how they can use that to help them learn how to achieve their goals, you know, put their, their dreams on their radar and then their reticular activating system supports them in finding both things on a conscious and subconscious basis to support those goals. So we we are the foundation is the what we call mind power. So it's the brain science behind it. And then we build on top of that. We we build in the areas of what we call our inner power. So that is their inner compass on core values of self-leaders as well as learning how to to deal with peer pressure and make the decisions. Um, the self-confidence and self-esteem, that's really, really critical. In fact, I would say that most parents who reach out to our coaches, they're looking for support in those areas. But then we're also helping children learn how to set and achieve their their goals, because it's amazing that we're still not as a standard practice in schools or anywhere teaching children how to achieve their goals. Um, and then we teach them about how to handle the tough stuff. We call it slaying the dragon. So it's all about managing mistakes, overcoming fear, moving past your know, failures or disappointment, managing big change in their lives as well. So just really how to navigate life. Yeah, well, all just beautiful. <laughs> I I think even adults understanding the unconscious and the conscious mind and neural pathways is mm-hmm. so empowering. So to learn that at seven, <laughs> mm-hmm. just so great. So well, it's amazing. You, yeah. Yeah. Go so, ahead. Well, I was just going to say is that when they understand how their brain, the brain science behind it, then they understand why these skills will work for them. Yeah. You know, it's not, not woo woo. It's not magic. It's not that it's going to work for one person, not the other. Like, mm-hmm. this is how her brain is wired. This is how these skills work. And it can work for me too. So it's really as empowering for, our, for the children. Yeah. Beautiful. And how do people connect with you or get that free story or become a coach? Yeah, Jane, um, I invite you to go to adventuresinwisdom.com. That's our website. Up at the top, you'll see some different uh, tabs. One is free story. Download that free story and try out. It comes straight from our curriculum at Skillbook 15. Uh, Then we have another tab that says Be a Coach. If you're interested in exploring becoming a coach, we have an overview there, video overview, all about the program so you understand how it works in the comfort of your own home. We have another one that says For Parents. And that's where parents can 
see our directory. We also have a form there that's called connect with a coach. And what a parent can do is fill out the form with information about the child situation they're dealing with, what they're looking for around the coaching. And then that form goes out to our coaches who have availability. And if they think they're a good fit, they can connect with that parent. And then the two of them can work together to see if they're a good fit uh, for coaching that child. So it's a really nice way for connecting parents with our coaching community. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Renee. I'll be sure to put those links in the show notes. And I would encourage anyone out there that has a younger sibling or friend or child to reach out and look at that. That's just beautiful. Thank you so much, Renee. Thanks for having me, James. It's been a pleasure.